0: That helps uh, the show climb up the rankings and helps more people uh, find it. So thanks a lot. Welcome to Money Savage, a Savage Approach to Personal Finance. This is George Grombacher and the time is right. Welcome today's guest, a strong and powerful Bruce Willie. Bruce, are you ready to do this?
1: I am. I am.
0: Excellent. Let's do this. Bruce is a JD. He is a CPA, a tax reduction and business coach with American Tax and Business Planning. I'm excited to have you on. Bruce, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do.
1: Sure, George. Thanks for having me on. Hey, uh, I live in the Midwest in Iowa, uh, beautiful wife of 26 years, a couple kids in college, so nice. I'm paying tuition and bills just like everybody else is. <laughs> uh, the, the business is, is pretty easy, and uh, over 10 years ago, I was sitting in a conference room across the table from my biggest client, and... Uh, we're going through his tax returns for the year, and he wasn't very happy. Uh, he gets down at the end of the meeting, and, and uh, he's writing out the check to the IRS, and you can see the strain in his hand <laughs> as he fills out the check. And he puts the check on top of the documents and slides them back the, across the table to me. says, Bruce, are we doing absolutely everything we can to reduce this tax bill? And that was like uh, an oh, crap moment because I didn't really know the answer. And so as a result of that meeting I had, I went on a little bit of a journey for the next few years and learned everything I could about how business owners could legally reduce their income tax bills. And uh, a result of that is the process that we utilize now and the business that we have. And, you know, we just like to talk to business owners and say, hey, guys, you know, there's stuff that you can do and you need to do it because otherwise you're just paying more than you need to.
0: Got it. So, is that big client from ten years ago still a client? Absolutely. Okay. Good.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep. And his bill has gone down remarkably. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sure we he's, won't.
1: We won't name any names. No, of course not. I'm sure he's <laughs> as
0: grateful for that come to Jesus conversation as, a, as as you are for going down that path of figuring this out. So.
1: Well, uh, and it really, and it was really one of those moments where just you know, it was a bucket of cold water on the face. Right. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, I'm sure everybody at some point in their career just kind of goes along and then all of a sudden, you know, like wake up and realizes, like, wow, I'm missing this. This is, this is big. And so it's, it's been a lot of fun. I, I really enjoy doing what I do. So
0: well, I appreciate that very much. And you know what, for, for, I got to think that the vast, vast majority call it 90% of Americans when they start thinking about taxes and the irs and tax reduction that's a pretty Im- maybe intimidating and daunting and murky subject matter and so they i i would just do most people assume that their tax preparer is doing these things on their behalf uh,
1: my, my experience is they do and it's mistaken because god bless the tax preparers the, the government has done nothing but increase the compliance obligations on on everybody, and their heads are buried to the grindstone, barely able to complete the work they need to do by the deadlines that they're able to do. And so, you know, they don't have the time to sit back and think about it. I mean, most clients that I work with will say that the extent of any tax advice they've had is, you know, they'll go to the preparer in October or November and say, hey, I'm having a really good year, what should I do? And they they tell them to fund a... A retirement plan, or buy a truck, hmm. because you know those are kind of two quick and easy ways to reduce your taxable income. And it's like, wow, you really need to be more proactive about this. And and there really is a lot of things that you can do that that help the business owner. Right? We want to protect their assets. We want to insulate them from all the lawsuits, the crazy things that get filed these days, and. So let's protect your assets. Let's accumulate some wealth outside of the business. But don't don't make the mistake of thinking that your tax preparer is actually doing any planning for you.
0: Got it. Fair enough. So the Internal Revenue Code is this enormous, voluminous, living, breathing, ever-growing thing. At least that's, that's what it seems to me to be. So when we're talking about tax reduction planning, and obviously it's legal, is this, is it, I'm sure it's ethical, but how, how, how do you describe it to people who are maybe wary of, of, of that?
1: Well, you know, the, the way that you, you like to describe it is look, what, what we, we've done is we take a lot of the things that the larger companies are doing and we've scaled them down so that they're cost effective for the small business owner to do it. <laughs> and so this is stuff that, uh, we use Trident and true planning. So it's nothing new, nothing novel, Nothing made up. It's stuff that's been in the tax code, has a basis in the tax code, the regs, or court cases interpreting those items um, for years, and we, we just work with it. I mean, there, there are some people who will never get over the hurdle of, I'm afraid of the IRS. I don't want to do anything to draw attention to myself, um, and I, I can't do anything about those folks, but, but the mantra that I have is, look. Let's assume we're going to get audited and let's assume we're going to get audited every year. Let's win Why are we you know cowering that the IRS is going to find something and make our lives miserable when if we're doing legal tax planning and we Adequately document it you win. I mean Whoever goes into war with the IRS assuming you're gonna win, but that's the that's the mindset that the business owner really needs to have
0: I think that certainly makes a lot of sense and yeah, I I imagine that it's probably a I hate using the word paradigm, but of a bit of a paradigm shift. Um, but but why not? You know, if you're organized and you know that the things that you're doing are correct, then there's no reason that, that you wouldn't win when somebody wants to check your work. So
1: And 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 the and the big thing is that look, if, if you ever get audited by the IRS and you've done nothing, right? You do no planning, you're just living day to day, reporting your numbers and doing things if you do that that's there's nothing wrong with that but if you get audited and the irs finds a mistake that goes in your favor do you think they're going to tell you
0: (laughs) probably not
1: so so why not take advantage of the law the way that it's written and utilize all of the benefits that you can possibly find why not do that nobody else is going to look out for you the only advocate you have for yourself in this world is yourself and you know i mean sometimes i'm surprised because people still don't want to challenge the IRS. But you know what, there are people too. And if you're following the rules and doing it the right way, in the end, you win. So let's win.
0: I love it. I am interested in that. All right. So obviously, we we, we don't live in a vacuum and and everybody's different and all the situations are unique. But if I'm not doing any tax planning at all, and then I start doing tax planning, do you have a sense of, of how much money I could be saving?
1: You know, we find that on average, so uh, we typically work with business owners who are paying a hundred thousand dollars or more a year in taxes, okay. and those owners are typically were able to reduce their bill effectively uh, forty to sixty percent. Um, it it's it's a profound amount of savings, okay. and the, the the Tax Reform Act of uh, you know passed in two thousand seventeen, effective for two thousand eighteen, it, it gave some people. Uh, some relief, and others it gave none. I mean, so if you were one of the lucky people, then good for you. But you know that doesn't mean that there still aren't opportunities available. And a lot of the strategies that we deploy and utilize were are were unaffected by that law. They're still valid. They still work. They they weren't changed adversely. But you know, you just think to yourself, if if you pay more than a hundred thousand dollars of taxes, and we could save forty percent. What would you do with that extra forty thousand dollars a year for your family? Yeah,
0: that's a conversation worth having.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's another employee, so maybe you can get a little bit of freedom mm-hmm. in your workday. So, I mean, it, it's a lot of things, or maybe more growth if that's what your goal is. And so, you know, I I, I take this stuff pretty seriously because we just want to we, we just want to spread the word that there's opportunities out there, and if you're not taking them, and if you're not and if you're talking to somebody who doesn't feel like it's the right person, you know what? Then you need to find the right person. You need to keep working.
0: Got it. Well, let's talk about some of those strategies.
1: Sure. Um, you know, it, it, it varies depending a little bit upon industry, but we have a bundle of about 40 to 50 different things that we can do for an average client. Wow. Uh, some of them are deductions. Some of them are credits. It just really depends on the unique nature of a client's business and we work with anybody from professional athletes to actors and actresses to manufacturers, software companies, financial planners, uh, chiropractors, dentists and doctors. I mean we just have a whole plethora of people we work with. In fact, you know, we work with lawyers too uh, and help them reduce their tax bills because there's a lot of lawyers who don't know much about taxes and just one of the interesting things that that we talk about for instance is your kids everybody you know is motivated or has in the back of their mind at least providing at least some s- support or resources for their kids to maybe attend a good a good college and the typical way of doing that is what's called a 529 plan where you can start a start a plan and and contribute to it and you can deduct that amount if it's a qualifying plan you can deduct that amount from your state taxes you don't get any federal tax benefit for the deduction now the feds will let you will let that money grow tax-free and if you use it for education then it is always tax-free if not then it can become taxable um well we look at that and say well wait a minute here if If I don't get to deduct it for federal purposes and I'm in the 37% bracket, that means I'm funding it with a dollar that's only worth 63 cents. So think about that. I've earned a dollar. I've paid 37 cents tax on it. So then I'm taking the the change and giving it to fund this vehicle. What ways can we come up with to fund that with a tax-deductible dollar? so that your dollar is worth a dollar. And and so we look a lot of times at the business and how can the business employ your children that are going to be going to college and in what roles and capacities. And then we can pay them a fair market amount for the services that they provide to the company. And we have ways that even the youngest children uh, in the family can contribute to the company. Um, we see that a lot of times that businesses are use, using images of their families and advertising and marketing and on their websites and, and, and different things that they're doing and that they'll have their families show up to special events. There's no reason the kids can't be compensated for that role. So let's pay them. The kids under the new tax bill, your kid can earn up to twelve thousand dollars a year and pay zero income tax. Mm, nice. So you have a, you have to you know a little bit of payroll tax concern, but that's negligible compared to the bigger picture and then what we do is is uh, sometimes people want to hold it in just an account and and let it grow other people like to put it inside of a Roth IRA because the kid now has earned income and can qualify to set up a Roth IRA and right now the Roth IRA allows you to withdraw money for education and if they don't use it for education they can use it as a down payment on their first home and so the money is accessible to the, the child and you know, and if the child's earning more than the six thousand dollars or so that you can put into a Roth IRA, then we look at, hey, let's use this money to teach your kids about the importance of budgeting and having a plan and saving and and making good decisions when you go to purchase something. Um, for instance, my son played a lot of sports, and you know, we got to the point where it's like, you know what? I'm going to give you an, a, a set amount a year, and you can decide if you want that new baseball bat. You can decide if you want the new catcher's mitt or the new catcher's gear that, that you've been eyeing. And that's not my decision. That's your decision. You've got the money. You can choose how you want to use it. And and those decisions help the, the next generation make wise decisions about money.
0: There's no two ways about that. That's a, a very, very powerful tool. I think that people will be surprised to realize that you can pay them as, 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 as much as you can. So I think that's great. Excellent. Is there another really common strategy that, that kind of jumps off the page that might be applicable to a lot of people?
1: You know, for, for business owners, there's a, 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 there's so many different things that you can do. Um, but, you know, we like to look at um, particularly the health insurance field right now because health insurance costs are really high, and we see a lot of clients moving to high deductible plans. And there's ways that we can actually structure A reimbursement type plan for the business that allows the the business owner to recover his out-of-pocket costs for medical expenses and that's really a a, a popular plan right now because a lot of people are pushing their deductibles to five six you know thousand dollars a year or more and it's it's solely as a, a, a tool to reduce their health insurance costs but it's, it's insane if you think about what insurance costs these days and what the costs of medical are, but it, you have to have it. You have to have that safety net. No
0: doubt about it. Got it. <clears throat> um, so when we're talking about this, how much, how much lead time are, are we talking about in, 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 doing this kind of planning? Do I need to get started January 1st and have a conversation with you or is this years in advance?
1: No, actually, this is this is probably my busiest time of year right now in the fall. Uh, we're in the third quarter. We have time to meet a new client, uh, analyze their information, which is complimentary, and then we have a you know chance to have a couple conversations with them. And if they decide they want to proceed with the plan, we'll proceed with the plan, and we can put it in before the end of the year. And that plan can help reduce. Current year income taxes, so it's not too late to plan this year. Uh, you know, we have we certainly have some people who are in a growth spurt or a growth stage, and they may want to defer some things for a year or two, and that's fine too. But if if you're having a degree of success and and you want to uh, see what you can do to take control of the tax situation, now's the time. Don't wait. And if, if if through the review it looks like maybe there's a better reason to do it next year, we'll have that conversation. But But at least get the information into somebody's hands who know what they're doing so that we can, uh, you know, come up with a great strategy for you and and do the best that we can.
0: Like it. Well, Bruce, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them?
1: Well, I I would just say, look, the the difference-making tip is this, is that completing your tax work and, and getting the receipts together and doing your books and getting them to your tax person every year is a burden. But don't assume that that person is doing anything to reduce your taxes. It's a separate conversation. There's a difference between a tax preparer and a tax planner. And I strongly encourage everybody to see who you have. And if you have a planner, then challenge them for some ideas and some concepts and see if they're proactive coming back to you with answers or they know what they're doing. And if you don't have that person, go find them. Uh, It can make a huge difference in your lives. I mean, our average client, is saving, you know, anywhere between eighty-five dollars and $100,000 a year in income taxes. And, you know, we're following the rules and doing it right.
0: Well, I think that is great stuff. That definitely gets a Come on. Come on. Bruce, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? And um, can people all across the country work with you? Give us all that info.
1: Yeah, we have clients all over the country because we're mainly working with federal tax law, so... Uh, we're able to work with people in a variety of different States and, and I do have clients all over the country. I travel quite a bit. Uh, the easiest way to reach us is to go to our website at uh, www.americantbptombakerpaul.com and, uh, click through some of the links and there'll be a contact us link there and, and that'll put you in touch with Kathy. And then we can go from there and see if we can be of any assistance to you. Perfect. Well,
0: Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this As much as I did, show Bruce your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to AmericanTBP.com. Check out all the great resources they have. And hopefully you're able to save some money in income taxes. Thanks again, Bruce. Thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. Before I go, quick announcement. I've been asked by so many people over the past couple of years about... How do I start a podcast that I've developed and released a course that will teach you exactly how to do that step by step from figuring out the kind of show that you want to have to understanding how all the technology works behind it and then how to get great guests and uh, keep the thing moving and how to grow it. So if you're interested in that, check it out You can go to com forward slash podcast course and you'll find it there. You can just go to the website. I'll also list that in the notes of the show.